Welcome to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD, a fresh perspective on relationships, success, and happiness for high-achieving moms. Hey there, it's Jenny. Welcome back to another episode of Rethink Your Rules. I want to continue this week talking about the theme that we introduced last week of how we can move from feeling overwhelmed and exhausted in the holidays, like it's so easy to do, and to move into feeling calm and connected, or at least calmer and more connected, more intentional with our time. Because I know that that's what so many people are telling me they want, but sometimes it's really hard to know how to get from point A to point B. So today I want to talk about another really practical strategy to do this. And I'm actually going to do that by sharing, bringing back something from the vault uh, that I recorded back in 2019 in December, talking about the way that I handle my overwhelming to-do lists in the holidays and how I talk to my husband and and work with him to become a team about that list instead of sort of being resentful and angry that he's not, you know, quote unquote, helping more with it or, or taking more ownership of that. So I'm going to let this episode really describe the process that I use, because I think it's really pretty much similar <laughs> now to what it was a few years ago. But I also just wanted to give a little bit of an intro, because what's interesting is that as I re-listened to this episode, I noticed that the strategies I shared back then, four years ago, I guess it was now, do fit into the framework that I now call my calm method actually quite nicely. So you can kind of use the same acronym and the same outline that I talked about last week to guide yourself through this process with your spouse or partner or family, you know, kids or whoever it is that you want to talk to about how you want to handle your holidays. So as a refresher, the calm method, the practical way you get from overwhelmed to calm starts with C for connect with self-compassion. There's another C there, right? So first is connect. Second is to ask. And last week we talked about one of the power questions you can ask yourself is why is this a problem for me? And then step three, the L is for loosen your grip on the control, right? And then step four is manage your mind. And I talked more about this last week, and I don't want to make this intro too long, but connect with self-compassion, ask, why is this a problem for me, loosen your grip, and manage your mind, okay? So that was kind of the brief outline that you want to be thinking about all the time. And what's interesting as you listen to this episode here, first of all, I think you may be able to pick out where I've done the, I did those steps four years ago without calling them that for myself. I connected with where I was. I asked myself kind of what was going on and why it was a problem. And then I made a decision to sort of loosen my grip on control and ask for some help. And then I, you know, had to manage my mind around that. But here's what's really fascinating. You can also take these exact same steps and walk through the conversation that I then had with my husband. And these same steps actually apply to how I approached him. And so I think this could be really powerful for you as well. Anytime that you want to reach out and engage someone like you're feeling overwhelmed and exhausted, this can be a guide for you uh, to how you can then approach someone else to get some help around getting yourself feeling better. Okay, so look, for example, if you're thinking of a conversation with another person, you can take C for connect, right? And rather than in this case, connecting with yourself, that connect can also be connecting with the other person, right? Connecting with vulnerability, and then the ask can be, instead of asking yourself, why is this a problem? You can be asking them, hey, can you help me with this, right? 
And then for the L, for loosen your grip, you'll, this is very obvious in this example of this episode I'm going to play for you. I have to do a lot of loosening my grip and letting go of control when I'm asking my husband to get on board and help me with things, right? And then the M for manage your mind stays the same because when you're having someone help you with something and you're getting out there with vulnerability and you're doing all these things, you have to manage your mind a lot because it's going to be a change and it's going to take some work. But I know this may sound a little bit overwhelming without hearing the episode, but I wanted to put this up front here so you can kind of be picking out as you listen to this example of how I navigate the holiday overwhelm and stress with my husband and and keep a feeling of teamwork and connectedness through the whole thing, it really does fall down to these four steps, both walking through them with myself and walking through them in my conversation and interactions with my husband. And I think you could apply this to anyone. You you could apply it at work as well. If you're going to need to talk to someone about how you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, right? You can walk through the connect, ask, loosen my grip, manage my mind. And then you can go right back to the beginning of that. When you go to talk to that person, after you've done the first four steps for your own self, then you can go to them and remind yourself, okay, first I need to connect with them with vulnerability, compassion, right? And then I need to ask them for what I need very clearly. And then I need to loosen my grip on controlling the situation. Then I'm going to have to manage my mind, right? So you can really use the same acronym in both of those cases. So I hope you find this really valuable. And I hope you think of some examples where you can apply it in your life. And of course, as always, if these tips are feeling like things that you need, or if you are wanting to have really calm, connected holidays, you want to feel really ready to go into 2024, no better time to start working with me. I will help you apply this to your life. I will help you feel better. Literally after one session, you can feel, okay, I am prepared and ready to talk to my husband, to talk to my mom, to make a decision, to move forward, and you will feel so much lighter. I have had some really amazing successes with my clients this past week where they've had something weighing on their mind. They came to me, we talked it through, we got it all out there, we had a plan, and they came back and said, oh my gosh, that went so much better than I expected because I was prepared and because you helped me get my mind right first. So if that's what you need, I am here for you. Let's get started getting your mind right right now. And if you can only get in a couple sessions before the new year, it's no problem. We'll continue on. But remember, the discount codes that I've been offering this year are expiring. And so I want you to be able to take advantage of those before the end of the year, if this is something that's been on your mind. All right. So with that, enjoy this uh, blast from the past, the pre-COVID era, and I will see you next week. This is absolutely one of my favorite times of the year, if not my favorite time. I look forward to it every year, the season. Um, I love it. And at the same time, it's kind of stressful, right? Um, The to-do list is a mile long and there's a lot of things that legitimately do need to get done. At the same time, if you're like me and you're a high achiever and a perfectionist, you put a lot of expectations on yourself and other people to make that list longer or more difficult or more complicated and always do more. Um, And sometimes that can really add to a lot of anxiety and stress, both, you know, for me personally, and it also spills out maybe into my relationship with my husband or my kids. So over the years, as a recovering perfectionist, I have worked on letting go of some things and um, finding ways to not be so anxious and to fully enjoy this season that I love so much. So I want to share with you some tips and things that have been working for me. I'm definitely a work in progress, but I wanted to share honestly some things, uh, some strategies that I hope will help you as well. So the way I want to go through this, I think will be the most helpful is to tell you a quick story. So this is something that happened to Kevin and I a few holiday seasons ago. 
it was a huge turning point for us in how we've handled these situations going forward. So I was, you know, having the whole holiday to-do list buzzing through my brain, stressing out. I had worked all day. I was in the kitchen trying to get some stuff done. And Kevin is watching TV on the couch nearby. So of course, as you can probably imagine, I'm like banging the drawers and getting myself more and more upset about how he's not helping and I'm doing everything myself. And, um, you know, normally I probably would have said something to that effect to him and started a big fight. Um, but for some reason that particular evening, I honestly realized that I wasn't feeling so much angry as I was feeling anxious and stressed out. Um, and so for some reason, instead of saying, you know, you need to help me and this is how we need to solve this problem and you're not, you know, pulling your weight. Instead, I took the approach of saying, you know, hey, I am feeling really anxious and really stressed out. I need some help. Um, so I actually just shared with, you know, my best friend and my partner, like, hey, this is where I'm at. Like, you know, can you help me with this? And that was such a turning point in just changing the conversation from sort of a negative or nagging or argumentative approach to this is where I'm coming from. Um, and so it allowed us to open up a nice conversation because, you know, while Kevin wanted those things to happen, the way that he structures his day and thinks about what needs to be done is much sort of simpler and calmer than the way that I do it. And either way is right or wrong. It makes us a good balance for each other. But um, by me, but by me saying, look, this is the whole list. Like he doesn't always have that whole list just buzzing through his brain. It's just not the way that he operates. And, you know, I'm in a lot of groups with a lot of high achieving women, especially doctors who have this sort of negative negativity, like, well, the men should just be better at, you know, thinking that way, et cetera. But at the end of the day, we all have different ways that we think. We all have partners who, you know, most of us have partners who want the best and want these things to happen in a good and positive way. Um, and so we all have different strengths. And for me, the strength is that I've got the whole list and I've got it all going and I have all this energy to tackle it. And, you know, Kevin's strength is that he's more calm and simple and he can do things more efficiently. And so we can work really well as a team, but we have to learn to communicate around that and not have this expectation that the other person needs to think the way that we think, right? And of course, this goes for if you do have a positive, caring partner who actually will, when you say I'm anxious and stressed, I need some help, jumps up and says, okay, like, let's figure this out and is actually committed to figuring it out with you. Um, certainly there are toxic partners out there, but, um, but I think most of us have, you know, our partners are good people and we have to learn the best way to communicate, to be collaborating with them, right? So assuming positive intent is a big part of marriage, right? So Kevin had positive intent. He didn't know where I was coming from. So that allowed us to get on the same page. So once we were able to say, okay, like, what can we do about this? He said, well, what's, what's bothering you? I didn't even know it was all around in my head, like floating around. So we did a brain dump. I have another video that I did all about this. We got it all on paper. And then immediately it was clear that there were a couple things I had on there that weren't urgent. So he said, well, we can write those down for another week. And there were some things I was putting pressure on myself to do in a more complicated, you know, perfectionistic way, or that just plain didn't need to be done. And he kind of was like, you know what, we don't need to do those things and kind of gave me permission to take them off the list. And then we said, okay, what are the things that Kevin can, can, can do? Right. And there were certain things that he's actually better at doing than me, like buying Christmas gifts for our nephews or, you know, preparing some of the food for the holidays or different things like that. And so he actually said, oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So my list was much smaller by that point, And I felt so much better because A, I had someone in it with me. B, we had a plan, right? And, and C, my plan was manageable. It wasn't like overwhelming. So we actually were able to sit down and, you know, relax together that evening after we got a few things done. And we ended the evening feeling like we were a team. And the holiday season went great. He followed through, got all the gifts. Um, everything turned out really well. 
I didn't feel so stressed out. And to be honest, the stuff we took off my mental list that I thought was important, I don't even remember what it was. So it must not have been that important, right? So um, I do want to mention one key part of this is once I gave those, those tasks away, so I divided them up with Kevin and said, these are Kevin's tasks, these are Jenny's. I did not micromanage him. I let it go. This can be really hard to do. I think so often as um, high achieving people, especially women, we think there's one way to do it. It's our way. And so if someone's not doing it as fast as we want or wrapping it the way we want or buying the type of clothes we want or whatever, we start to nag our husbands or make sarcastic comments or tell our friends how they're not doing this good of a job. No, I was like, this is Kevin's job. I'm leaving it to Kevin. I'm not going to micromanage it. And I'm going to let that go because I don't have the mental energy to micromanage and track someone else's job. And frankly, he's a grown adult who holds down a you know, very successful executive job, making multiple six figures. He knows about deadlines. He knows about getting stuff done. I don't think he needs his wife to make sure that he gets the Christmas presents on time. And, you know, if he does, you know, if he doesn't, if it doesn't come through, then that's his problem to solve and his, you know, conversation to have at family Christmas when his stuff isn't done. It's not my job to, you know, be in charge of that. And as long as I'm putting myself in charge of that, first of all, I'm not showing respect to him and I'm not showing him that I trust him. Um, and it doesn't set up a good positive relationship on either end. No, nobody wants to feel like someone doesn't think they can do a good job of something. Um, that's not going to encourage them to take on tasks and be an equal partner. Right. So, so I think it's really, really key to let it go and trust your partner, um, and, um, to not be the micromanaging, you know, perfectionist about every little thing, because honestly, um, there's two sides to this, right? Like on the one hand, we like things to be a certain way, but sometimes we have head in our head, you know, something that's maybe, um, very specific to our expectations and not everyone shares that. So I think having a little room for, you know, your partner to do things their way so that you can have the mental health that you need to have and enjoy your time is completely worth it. So anyway, that is what has worked for us. We do it all the time now, not just at holidays, also the rest of the year. So just to really quickly summarize some tips that you can try in your own life when you feel overwhelmed um, or frustrated with your partner or both. Um, so the first one is take a deep breath, right? Get into a positive frame of mind. Figure out what you're feeling. Express that feeling. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling overwhelmed, right? To your partner, someone you trust, someone you love. Ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. Um, and it sets up a more positive dynamic, ask for what you need, um, then go through and do your brain dump, you know, delete some things from the list, prioritize some things, and then divide up the tasks with your partner so that you can, you know, both have some things to do and then let it go. Don't micromanage, truly let go of the task um, so that then you can enjoy your time. Thanks for listening to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD. Would you like to learn more about how to apply this to your own life through personalized coaching with Jenny? Visit us on the web at JennyHobbsMD.com to schedule a free consultation. If you found value in what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a five-star rating so we can reach even more women like you.